Welcome, everyone. You are tuning into the Rise Station podcast. I am your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider. Here, I discuss mental health and wellness tips. If that's your cup of tea, then you're in the right place. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Do me a favor and hit the subscribe button so that you get alerts every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when I upload a new episode. Please share this podcast to your friends, your family, so that they can grow and thrive with you. Today, we are talking about how to stop self-sabotaging behaviors. Before I get into today's content, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. Okay, so today's topic is how to stop self-sabotage. So what is self-sabotage? Self-sabotage refers to beliefs and behaviors that prevent us from achieving our goals, hopes, and dreams. Negative habits consistently undermining our efforts, they can be considered a form of psychological self-harm. It is a very normal part of the human experience, something we all at some point in our lives will deal often without even realizing that we're dealing with it. Fortunately, knowing the types of self-sabotage, where it comes from, and hopefully some helpful tips can neutralize it and help you overcome this fierce inner critic. So self-sabotaging behaviors disrupts our progress toward achieving our goals and can prevent us from living the life that we deserve and desire. You know, some people get in their own way, robbing themselves of happiness, of success in one particular area of their life, or maybe many different areas of their lives. Common life areas that we might see self-sabotage creep up in could be romantic relationships, career, education, and relationships with others. So what does self-sabotage look like in romantic relationships? Well, sometimes people do things that will undermine a long-term romantic relationship, maybe engaging in behaviors that ultimately lead to the demise and breakdown of that relationship. It's often due to fear of loss. Romantic sabotage can involve blaming, picking fights, giving the silent treatment, controlling, monitoring your partner's behavior, constantly seeking reassurance from them, being overly clingy, maybe having impossibly high standards, whatever they're doing is not good enough, and leaving the relationship before they have a chance to leave you. So those are some ways that self-sabotage can show up in romantic relationships. So what about careers, right? 
Self-sabotaging can look like behaviors that are preventing your upward mobility, right? You can have the desire to get a promotion and to do great things, but your behavior actually undermines that, right? So it's like you're staying trapped in your comfort zone due to possibly fear of failure. So not putting in for that promotion. Oh, well, they're never going to choose me. So I'm not even going to waste my time. Oh, well, that position isn't right for me because they want you to work on the weekends. Procrastination. Oh, I'll get it done later. I'll get it done later. And just, you know, always kicking the can up the road and not doing that. Switching jobs often, really not settling in the moment that you have one disappointment in one job is immediately, oh, I have to find a new job. I need to move. I mean, never really sitting there and giving it a chance. Showing up late for work, you know, that can really sabotage you and and get you fired. So instead of, you know, staying with the company for a long time, you do these behaviors like just not showing up for work or doing the bare minimum when you're at work so that you get fired from these positions. So really undermining your performance at work. Okay. What does self-sabotage look like in educational system? Self-sabotage in educational system can look like failing to hand in assignments on time, failing to study, failing to perform, doing things that you just don't want to do, that you know you need to do to get the grade, but just don't feel like it. It could be procrastination. It could be not handing in assignments. It could be just not participating, not showing up for class. So all those things can sabotage you educationally. All right. So I want to review five different types of self-sabotage before I give you some tips on how to rectify self-sabotage, how to remedy that in your life. Okay, so the types of self-sabotage is procrastination, waiting to the last minute to do something. It really is due to understanding that this is going to require some mental energy, some stress even. So really delaying that stress all the way right up until the deadline of when it needs to be done. All right. And when you rush to get things done, it's not your best work and you're probably not going to succeed at the goal you set because you haven't given yourself enough time to plan it out, to execute it. Okay. Number two, Perfectionism. Now, perfectionism is similar to procrastination because we can want to perform perfectly that one, we don't get started or that we delay the start by throwing away or tearing up what we've got because it's not good enough or not even putting ourselves into the pool because we fear not being successful. So unless we know for a fact that we are going to hit it out of the park, we're not going to take that risk to even put ourselves out there to try. Okay. Number three is self-criticism. Now, this is that inner critic that's inside our head that's telling us that we're inadequate in some way, shape or form, that we can't accomplish this goal, that it was, what were we thinking? Why did we even sign up for this promotion, committee, school, that we somehow are not going to be successful, okay? It's that inner saboteur that will put fear and anxiety into your mind and deter you from achieving your goals. 
Number four is resisting change. You know, change comes with us getting outside of our comfort zone. And sometimes we sabotage ourselves by keeping things comfortable, only doing and trying the things that we know we're going to be successful at, the things that we have experience in, because the fear of the unknown is too great. We just kind of stay with what we know. Okay. Number five is poor self-care. Now, this has a lot to do with putting yourself in a good position to get the best results. So poor self-care can mean lack of sleep. It can mean lack of nutrition. It can mean anything that physically gets into the way of you actually being able to perform well. So this could be substance abuse. You know, if you're excessively drinking alcohol or using recreational drugs, you're not going to be performing mentally at your highest potential and possibly will lose jobs. Promiscuity is also in here because you will be not able to perform very well in in relationships if you're unfaithful with your partner. So all these things, poor self-care has a lot to do with how we sabotage ourselves in our personal lives. Okay. So what can we do to stop self-sabotaging? All right. I'm going to give you five tips that you can do. Number one is be self-aware, right? Reflect Reflect on ourselves, reflect on our thoughts, our behavior patterns that are relating to our self-sabotaging behaviors, and then develop a plan to be intentional about overcoming them. Okay. Number two is challenge your own stinking thinking. Get in the habit of encouraging yourself through positive self-talk and challenging your negative critic those negative thought loops that go on in your head that tells you that you can't do it, that you're not good enough, that you're inadequate, okay? Number three is make small, consistent changes, okay? Doing something very small but consistently can really make a difference and it can keep you from being overwhelmed. If you try to change too many things all at once, you can get overwhelmed and then you get right back into the self-sabotaging. So do small things. Pick one thing that you can do consistently and then be intentional about getting that done. Number four is self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Talk kindly to yourself. Even if you mess up, even if you backslide, be compassionate. Encourage yourself to continue this journey of eliminating these self-defeating behaviors. Number five is set goals and take action. Okay. Really getting in the habit of challenging yourself, setting a goal and then taking action and then doing all of these four steps above it to make sure that you practice eliminating the self-sabotage. So you build those muscles, but you can't do that if you don't practice those in vivo. So set some goals, take action. Now, if you accomplish those goals, great. But if there's a setback, making sure that you are always checking in with yourself, checking in with your thoughts, your patterns. Am I self-sabotaging? Am I undermining my own performance? What can I do? And then course correct. So in conclusion, self-sabotaging behaviors is something we may all have experienced in some way or fashion. It is usually based out of fear of failing or some of our long-held feelings of inadequacy. 
It can be overcome with being aware of your behavior and thought patterns and being intentional about changing them. Linking with a mental health provider in your area can help you stay accountable on this path. Okay, Rise Tribe, that's all I have for today. Remember, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.